Um, you all, the Lord loves you. He does. You know, um, he wants you to come out of your sin. He wants you to turn from your wicked ways. He does. You know, um, God had constantly had me giving warnings, warnings, warnings for the people who constantly come up against the people of God. He had me give the warning. He had me give the warning. He had me give the warning. You know, um, you all. On yesterday, found out this lady who constantly kept coming up against me in the church. Her son has died. Her son has died. Her son has died. Her son has died. died. This woman, she kept doing little wicked stuff to me in secret. It wasn't in public. And then in public, she got bold with it and started being messy in our women's group. Um, And one day, she didn't like a response that I gave in a women's group. So then she said, would you be able to forgive a person who molested you or raped you or if they murdered somebody in your family and she was being real mean and nasty, right? Now, everybody knows I've forgiven the people that raped me, molested me, and my son's killer. She thought it was cute, though. She thought it was cute. After that, another group meeting, she was just messing, being messy. And then when I rebuked her publicly in front of everybody, She went to the elder of the church to have a meeting with me as if I was the one that was the problem when she kept messing with me. She had done it for years privately, but she got bold with it and started doing doing it publicly. I'm testifying on this morning because I don't take pleasure in her son dying. I don't. I've never taken pleasure in someone's child dying because here's the thing. This means you have a birth certificate and a death certificate for your child and there's no joy in that. There's no gloating in that or anything else. But the fact is she was warned over and over again. You see, what we got to understand is this. When God tells you, do not touch my anointed ones, he means it. When he says, vengeance is mine, I will repay. He means it. When he says, do not repay evil for evil, he means it. When he says, be still and know that I am God, he means it. Although this woman constantly picked with me, my heart is heavy for her. Because I know the pain of losing a child. There's no glory in that. There's no gloating in that. Because now I know that her faith is going to be tested for real. Oh, Jesus. The craziest thing is, I know I'm not the only person that this woman was trying to bully. I know I'm not. 
I've had to intercede in prayer for others because of this same lady, you all. Oh, I get him a thoroshi. God gave me a word December 6th, and he said at midnight on January 1st, he was releasing his wrath. Some people, children will die. Some people will die. Some will become ill. Some family members will die. That was the word that he gave. Didn't nobody believe me. Oh, they thought I was just talking. And then the Lord shows them that the words that I speak from him through me to you will and shall come to pass. They do not come back to him void. They do not fall to the ground. They come to pass. For everybody who think I'm just talking to be talking. Now you see. It wasn't me talking. It was the Lord. The whole entire time. Now you believe me. And it's a shame people had to die and become ill. For you to believe me. It's sad that people had to die. And become ill. For you all to believe the words that were coming out of my mouth. When I was saying the Lord said. Them that have an ear. Hear what the spirit of the Lord is saying. Thus saith the Lord. It's a shame that people had to die. And become ill. For you to believe the words that I was speaking that were from heaven. already funerals in January of 2023. He said what he said. Repent. By midnight. January 1st. But you didn't listen. You did not listen. You know... Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit. My God. Every time I release the message, I told you all these were the hard messages to release. Because I never took pleasure in them. But I knew what the Lord was speaking to me clearly. I knew it. I knew I wasn't losing my mind. I knew it wasn't the enemy telling me this because they were working for the enemy. They were working for the enemy. You all go around talking about people anointed by God. Calling them out by name, doing little subtle comments and posts, and you think God don't see that, and you think you will not suffer the consequences of your sin, and you will, and you will, there are consequences for your sin.
And although this lady kept doing stuff to me, even the last time we spoke, she called me because I posted something in the women's group about coming out of your sin. And she texted me. She said, I got a whole bunch of phone calls saying um, about this post you put in the women's group. And um, um, you can't post a plan in the women's group without the leader's permission. And it was just a three reading Bible plan from the Bible app. It's not like it was a, a, a Bible study for like a year. So I'm not thinking anything wrong with it because I had just sent it to my own daughter. I sent it to my daughter, then I put it in the women's group. Like how to overcome sexual sin. I honestly did not see no harm in that. It was just a three-day Bible plan. I had put one in there before. It was a five-day Bible plan about a event, I think. Advent, I think, or something like that. And it was right before Christmas. And then nobody called me to rebuke me and tell me not to put no plans in there. And it was a five-day reading plan. But when I put the plan in there about overcoming sin, Holy Ghost, I get a call with a rebuke. And I didn't get offended because I was like, I didn't even mean to offend anybody. I didn't even know it was a problem with putting anything in there. You understand where I'm coming from? So I'm not posting in the group anymore. Because if it's not to help the other women grow, I'm not putting stuff in there to make you be happy in your sin. That ain't what God called me to do. So I'm not going to post in the women's group anymore. And I'm okay with that. Glory be to God. I won't post a dang on thing in there. You put your prayer request in there. Don't expect me to even post the amen. If I can't post nothing in there to help you come out of your sin and be living holy towards the Lord, then don't expect me to say amen to your prayer request. Believe that because God is a God of balance. God is a God of balance. You want your prayers answered, but you don't want to come out of your sin. The devil is a liar. The devil is a liar. The devil is a liar. So if I can't post anything to help you and encourage you to come out of your sin, and it was a Bible plan by Tony Evans. We do so many plans that are by Tony Evans and Priscilla Shire. I truly felt like there was nothing wrong with it because I had just posted one about Advent. I'm being completely honest. No, they told me not to post that stuff in their ladies group, so I'm not going to do it. I promise to God. I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to go against the bishop of the church. I'm not going to go against them. If they don't want me posting stuff in there that's going to help them women, so be it. Them people can stay bound and go to hell if they want them to. But it ain't my job to go up against the bishop of the church. So if they want them women to go to hell in a handbasket, then they can go to hell in a handbasket. So be it. So be it. So be it. So be it. But the last conversation we had, she called me about that. And then like I told her, you know, I'm not mad at anybody at the church because she actually was like coming to the New Year's prayer service, you know, the crossover service. And like I told her, no, God told me not to come there. And she was like, what? I said, God told me not to come. And he did. He told me not to come. He told me that back early in December, right? Because I was on live and I told you all that he told me that, right? So at the end of the day, like, yo, I'm not going in that church. I didn't go in that Saturday night. I didn't go in that Sunday morning. God told me not to even join the prayer meeting this morning. He said, you're not praying for them. My judgment has been released. You're going to be vindicated. You're not going into agreement. I'm sorry, daughter. I know you want to get on the prayer line. I was up dressed and ready, you all. And the Lord said, you will not join the prayer meeting on this morning either. 
Because like he let me know, people want the blessings of God, but they don't want the correction of God. They want the blessings of God, but they don't want the correction of God. Period. They want the blessings, but they don't want the corrections. They want the blessings, but they don't want the correction. Period. So, y'all know I love prayer. God knows I love prayer. Anytime there's a prayer service, he know I want to be involved in the prayer service. This is real. He knows it. So what he had me do was go back to bed and lay in his presence. He's been speaking to me all morning, you all. All morning. All morning. All morning. I've been in his presence. He has not allowed me to be distracted about anything, not social media or anything else on today. Because he knew this message. I had to be right with him. I had to hear what he was clearly speaking to me. Because y'all know I don't go live unless he gives me a word to speak. Because I don't want to be just speaking out of turn like these people that be on here every day. You talking every day. When do you have time to talk to God if you on social media every day, four and five hours? When do you have time to talk to God and hear what the Lord is saying to you? You always talking and talking and talking. When can God talk to you? You always talking. When can God talk to you? I can almost throw the Hey. You all better be careful. If God gave you a ministry and it's on social media, glory be to God. This is how we are reaching the four corners of the earth. Glory be to God. But he has not called you or any other minister to be on her every single day. Because if you're on her every single day, you're idolizing social media. You're putting him Second, you're not putting him first because if you are on her four or five hours a day talking to people, how is God being glorified? Just because you're reading scriptures don't mean God is being glorified. What you do in secret glorifies God and he will reward you publicly. Publicly. But you got to go to the Lord in secret first. It's in secret. It's in secret. How are you seeking the Lord in secret when you're always on social media four and five hours a day, Monday through Friday, Sunday through Saturday? How do you have time for God and then you got time for your family and then your job? Oh, because some of you have taken this social media thing because you can monetize and you've taken that as your job. So you'll stay on here for hours and hours reading the word just so people can give you gifts. And it's not glorifying God. You're trying to get your bills paid. Ain't nobody stupid. Ain't nobody stupid. Ain't nobody stupid. We see through you false prophets. We see through you all. You on here every single day of the week talking about it's for God's people. It's to pay your bills. You don't care nothing about God's people. It's to pay your bills. You know, we all going to be held accountable. Oh, yes. Every last one of us, we will be held accountable. You all, for the love of money is the root of all evil. For the love of money is the root of all evil. Go out and get you a job or find you a remote job to work at home. But TikTok, YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, 
is not a job. You are robbing people of their money and you ain't giving them nothing. You know, um, this day and age we living in, it's good you can monetize on social media. Glory be to God. That's another stream of income. Glory be to God. Multiple streams of income. Glory be to God. But have a real job, a real nine to five, or start your own business. But stop using these platforms as your main source and then trying to say that God is telling you to do it. You're lying. You are lying. You a liar and the truth not in you. Because the Bible clearly says a man that don't work, don't eat. The Bible is clear. A man that don't work, don't eat. The Bible is clear. A man that don't work, don't eat. A man or a woman who does not work, do not eat. This is Bible. This is Bible. Also, the love of money is the root of all evil. This is Bible. This is Bible. So you're saying that God has you on here every single day for four or five hours a day. When do you have time to work or do your own business work? So you're saying like God just got you on here every day. How do you have time for your job, your your business God and your family and you on her four or five hours a day like social media man many of y'all idolize social media and it's a good it's good to have it I'm you know what I mean I'm not saying anything is wrong about having it I promise to God but like anything that you have too much of is no good for you things that you have too much of is no good for you hello Hello, hello. But the Bible is clear. A man that don't work, don't eat. You ain't got to like it. It's Bible, not Rosina Akinola. A man that don't work, don't eat. A man or a woman who does not work, do not eat. So at the end of the day, you know, y'all can say what you want, but um, a man and a woman that don't work, they don't eat. Like, you don't. You don't. So, that's why the Lord um, has slowed me down with doing, you know, subscribing to people's um, TikToks. Because I would do it just to bless them. Because I'm like, yeah, you know, it's good, you know, to to bless them. And, you know, because I'm, you know, you'd be grateful for the word, right? But he'll let me, like, subscribe for one month. And then he has me in the subscription. He's like, yeah, you subscribed, you blessed them, and that's it. You're not going to bless them every time they go live for the simple fact they're going live on their own accord. It's not me having them go live. These people that are on here all day, every day, it is not God, period. Y'all don't have to like this thing, but it is so true. It's heartbreaking to have to say it because people are money hungry. But what does it profit a man to lose his soul and gain the world? Like, what does it profit a man to do these things? Like, what does it profit a man to gain the world and lose his soul? Like, what does it profit a man to do these things? What does it profit a man to gain the world and lose his soul? 
You know, so yesterday the Lord gave me the scripture, Matthew 23 and 27 in the message Bible. You hopeless, you religion, scholars, and Pharisees, frauds. You're like manicured grave plots, grass clipped and the flowers bright, but six feet down, it's all rotten bones and worm eating flesh. People look at you and think you are saints, but beneath the skin, you are total frauds. And that's Matthew verse 27 through 28 in the Message Bible. Yeah, it, it, it's, it's deep, you know. Um, man, the Lord ain't playing with us. Like, it's just crazy. And then Matthew 13, 21 through 23. The seed cast in the gravel. This is the person who hears and instantly responds with enthusiasm. But there is no soul of character. And so when the emotions wear off and some, and some difficulty arises, there is nothing to show for it. The seed cast in the weeds is the person who hears the kingdom news, but weeds of worry and illusions about getting more and wanting everything under the sun strangle what was heard and nothing comes of it. The seed cast on good earth is the person who hears and takes in the news and then produces a harvest beyond his wildest dreams. Jesus, Jesus. Jesus, Jesus. Jesus, Jesus. You all, you better be careful where you sowing seeds is all I'm saying. Y'all get the sowing seeds to these false prophets and y'all wondering why things not coming to pass in your life. When you sow, you need to make sure you sowing in the good ground is all I'm saying. Yeah. Because I believe in sowing because I believe in reaping. I believe we reap what we sow. Whole true story. Even when the Lord had me give me give my first fruit, guess what? It wasn't at my local church. It was at the church in Mirable. New Harvest Church Mirable. The one that I told y'all about that I go to like when I'm like, I need to be in the presence of the Lord for real. Where I can worship the Lord for real. True story. I was able to go there on January 1st to their evening service. You know what I mean? Their church dedication service was glory be to God dedicating the church back to God. Hallelujah. Back to God. Huh? He dedicated the building back to God. Man, a lot of other church leaders need to follow suit. A lot of church leaders need to follow suit. They better sit up and give them buildings back to God so God can move. See, they done got so bound by religions and programs and fog machines and lights and it's looking like a club they done took god out of it you know all you see is the world all you see is the world all you see is the world they better dedicate those buildings back to god so god can move they talking about they want to see revival you quench the spirit of god you people can't even have personal revival because you're constantly quenching the spirit of god you're not gonna see revival okay now i'm gonna see 
<laughs> we want revival. You bound by religion. You're not even free. How you gonna see revival in you? It starts with you. Heck, the change you want to see in the world starts with you. You know. (laughs) It's just, y'all, I'm on fire. I've been in the presence of the Lord. It's like when he had me fast before New Year's without eating, it's like it boosted my... I don't know. I, I don't know. Something changed. Something shifted in the spirit, and it was before New Year's. Um. So, whew, like, even on yesterday, you all, I'm scrolling through TikTok, and I'm hearing everybody talk about the chat, whatever, uh, the AI stuff, and what people don't understand. Like, in that moment, I'm like, God, what you were showing me as a child when my mother was in her hospital bed in the living room of our apartment. I remember my mama, and and I remembered it like yesterday. He brought it back to my remembrance. It was almost scary, and he told me, do not fear, because it it was like a scary feeling that it was so overwhelmingly scary, because it's like he, he showed me as a child sitting on the floor in the living room watching TV, um, it was it was that old floor TV uh, with the knobs and the antenna. It was brown, and my mother laying in the hospital bed from from after she was shot in her back. Um, when I would have to help her get up and get on the porta potty and stuff like that. But I'm sitting on the floor, and my mother she was always man. My mother loved watching sci-fi movies. She did. She loved watching sci-fi movies. I I could see. So yesterday, the Lord took me to that like to that place, and I was seeing like stuff that is going on now and I'm living to see it come to pass God showed me these things as a young girl as a young girl and so when he showed me that it, it like it hit and I'm like I man I had to tell myself to breathe and everything because like it was so overwhelming I'm like oh God these people do not understand what they're doing they are literally agreeing to this AI stuff and, and, and they don't realize this is to replace them. They're giving, oh God, and, and oh, they're giving permission to use their face, to use their thoughts, to use their name. They're giving permission to be replaced by artificial intelligence. Jesus, God. And like, I had an anxiety attack and I was like, breathe, Rosina, breathe, Rosina. And the Lord was like, do not fear. Stand firm. Stay in me. Oh, God. Trust me. Oh, Lord. Do not fear. Trust me. Trust me. Trust me. These things have to come to pass. But trust me. I literally had to tell myself to breathe you all because it was just like, God, this is deja vu. Oh, God. You were showing me this stuff when I was a little girl. Oh, God. And I'm living to see it. And I'm living to see it. I said, so my mama was preparing me with the stuff she had me watching. And my dad was preparing me by allowing me to go to uh, 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 to sing and dance. Now I do it for God. Had me study year round. 
because I study all year round. I never take a time off from studying. I take like a break for some days, but I never take time off from studying. I literally study year round. I never had a summer break. Never, ever. Like summer breaks where you're going to get up and clean and you're going to study. I was like eight, nine, ten years old studying college science and economics from my daddy's college books from when he went to the University of Tennessee here in Knoxville, Tennessee, and he was living in St. Louis, and he's from Nigeria. I was a little kid studying science, uh, studying college courses. Like, this is the whole truth. So, my mom and dad were both preparing me for now. So, I was literally born for such a time as this. These things, when the Lord starts showing you stuff, I'm telling you, it becomes frightening. And I understand why he tells you do not fear. It makes sense because what he shows you will frighten you because other people don't see it. And you're like, God, what in the world? And then he'll tell you do not fear. And I'm like, God, but you just showed me this. And he's like, but do not fear. But do not fear. You all, I know you see what's going on around the world. Social media shows you. The news show you. But do not fear. Do not fear. Fear not. Fear not. Fear not. Fear not. Jesus. Hear what the Spirit of the Lord is saying on today. Fear not. God is with you. You stay in your word. You stay in your word. You stay in his presence. But fear not, for I am with you always. Keep God first. Stop talking out against people that are doing the work of God. That God has shown you that they are truly his people. Because what we have to understand is that many are called, but few are chosen. Few are chosen. Few are chosen. All these men and women that are talking are not chosen by God. The devil has sent them and they are false teachers. I pray that the Lord gives you discernment in the mighty name of Jesus. Because I'm telling you, in these days, you cannot go around calling good evil and evil good. If it's evil, you call it evil. If it's good, you call it good. But stop calling good evil and evil good. 
I know that this is Bible and these things have to come to pass, but it's time for a mindset reset and it's time for you to have discernment and truly be filled with the Holy Spirit of God in the mighty name of Jesus. So you will be able to discern what is good and what is evil. You know, that was the problem with Adam and Eve. They wanted to know. So now in this world, we're able to discern what is good and what is evil. But you want to be accurate on that thing. You don't want to be calling good evil and evil good. Period. You don't. You don't. Adam and Eve is the reason we're able to tell good from evil. It's the whole truth. So now you got to ask God to give you discernment so you can truly know what's good and what's evil. Because you don't want to be going around here calling good, evil, and evil good. I'm telling you all the truth on today. You don't want to be in that group of people. And if you are in that group of people, come out from among them and be ye separate. In the mighty name of Jesus. In the mighty name of Jesus. In the mighty name of Jesus. If you have spoken out against anointed people of God, you need to repent now in the mighty name of Jesus. Ask the Lord to forgive you for you did not know what you were doing. See, because this is what I do. When I forgive the people that trespass against me, I tell them like it, like Jesus said it. Lord, forgive them, Father, for they do not know what they are doing. Because some people truly are ignorant to the fact and they truly don't know. So forgive them, Father, because they did not know. Show mercy and grace for them because they did not know. They did not know. They did not know. But for those of you who know and you intentionally do it because you're wicked. Well, see, that's another thing. God go do what he do because vengeance is mine. I will repay, saith the Lord. But for those of you who are constantly persecuted by other people in the body of Christ, just know, do not repay evil for evil, okay? Do not repay evil for evil, for vengeance is mine. I will repay, saith the Lord. God will not be mocked. God is not the author of confusion. And just know, his judgment has been released and you're going to be vindicated. So don't you worry. Don't you worry. God has you. And when he tell you to be still and move out of the way. So he can do what only he can do. You be still. And know that I am God, saith the Lord. Be still and know that I am God, saith the Lord. Be still and know that I am God, saith the Lord. Be still and know that I am God, saith the Lord. Do not worry. Cast all your cares upon the Lord. Cast all your cares upon the Lord. Whatever you're worried about today, give it to God. Give it to God. Let it go. Let it go. Let it go. Give it to God. Give it to God. You got to learn to trust in the Lord for real. 
Like truly trust in God for real. Like truly trust in God for real. Truly trust in the Lord. Truly trust in him. We got to know that God will never leave us nor forsake us. Whatever you're going through on today, know that God is right there with you. He just wants you to open up your heart and let him in. He's listening. He's just wanting you to talk to him personally. People wonder why God don't just have me out here praying for people one-on-one because here's the thing. Publicly, I have prayer lists. I pray in secret. But like publicly, he don't have me out here praying for people like that because he wants people to come to him. They don't have to come through me. They don't have to come through any other man or woman of God. He's like, I am listening. I am waiting to hear your voice. I don't want to hear Rosina's voice interceding for you. I want to hear your voice and then she can intercede for you. But I need you to come to me on your own. Desperate. In need of prayer. He is tired of us going to other people for prayer when we can go to him. The veil has been torn. You can go to him yourself. You don't need anyone else to pray for you. Like this thing is so real on today. Come out of religion, my God, in the mighty name of Jesus. Come out of that spirit of religion in the mighty name of Jesus. I get how you've been taught. I see it in the church every time I go in it. But do you all know when you're going to people asking them to pray for you, if their heart not right with God, it winds up being divination and everything goes to hell in your house? You go to these people for prayer for your children and then your children wind up rebelling against you even the more instead of your children, you and your children reconciling. You all better know, y'all better start going to God and stop going to these sinister ministers that you don't know if they really have a prayer life or not. I don't care if they're on the intercessory team. I don't care if they're on the prayer line. Do they really have a relationship with our Father which art in heaven is what I want to know. And many of them do not. Many of your preachers do not. Many of the church leaders do not. They say a prayer right before they preach a sermon. That's the only prayer they'll do all week long, right before they preach a sermon. And we all know the Holy Spirit can dwell within you. The Holy Spirit can come upon you while you're doing a sermon. So people that don't have a prayer life while they're preaching a sermon and the Holy Spirit is truly leading and guiding them. Don't you ever get it twisted. It truly be the Holy Spirit leading and guiding them. But then once the sermon is over, the Holy Spirit goes on about his business. Y'all don't, y'all, y'all haven't caught that in the spirit. Like they pray right before the sermon. And that's so the Holy Spirit can truly come in and preach the word and grace them to preach the word. It's the truth. I've witnessed this thing so much, man. It's like, whoa, I've witnessed it a lot. <laughs> so it really do be the Holy Spirit moving in that moment. But then the Holy Spirit will also tell you that this person ain't prayed all week long, ain't been in their word all week long. I was upon them, but I don't dwell within them. And there is a difference. Oh, yeah, we go talk about that. It's a difference. I'm sorry. Spoiler alert, people. 
spoiler alert sorry about that yeah there's a difference so when you see people operating in the spirit just because the spirit came upon them don't mean the spirit dwells within them it's the whole truth it doesn't it does not mean that it comes upon them for them to preach their sermon because they pray right before the sermon and be like you know lord holy spirit lead me and guide me and da 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 whatever little prayer they say that they've got programmed in their head you know because they know that that prayer will bring the holy spirit of god upon them for them to preach their sermon but they don't have the holy spirit within them so we still thank god for the word of god because we know that it is the holy spirit right but at the end of the day the lord wants you to be baptized with the holy spirit the holy spirit dwelling within you not just coming upon you for you to do a sermon hello he wants you to wants to dwell within you so what you won't be out here practicing sin he wants to dwell within you so you will not be out here practicing sin he wants you to come out from among them and be ye separate and go and sin no more men and women of god that's what the lord desires nothing more nothing less so then you can soul win for the kingdom of God. Because a man who winneth souls is wise. You know, once again, people, I'm going to say this again. Watch your mouth. Because once again, you know, my heart is heavy for the woman who kept coming against me in church. And now her son is dead. You know, the same thing happened with the pastor wife. She kept coming against me. And then her daddy died. And I didn't take pleasure in that. And I said a prayer for her because at the end of the day, like, you all meant evil against me. God is going to work it out for my good. But you're going to suffer the consequences of what you've done. You don't get away with it. And it's sad that people have to die for you to stop being wicked. And I've never taken pleasure in somebody's child dying even before my son was murdered. So when I saw that in the women's group yesterday that this lady's son died, I immediately went to the Lord in prayer because like and ask him to strengthen her you know um with a sincere heart to strengthen her and help her through this time he told me not to reach out to her though he told me not to reach out to her he told me not to reach out to her but he did have me pray for her true story and I prayed for her again this morning. True story. Because, uh, and I've had to do this for many women who have spoken against me and made fun of, like, my son being dead and then their children wind up dying. This has been ongoing the past seven years since Sydney was killed. I can't even make it up. And then I've had to go back and pray for these same people. True story can't make it up wouldn't want to make it up because I don't like it 
But uh, vengeance is mine, I will repay. And once again, I've told you all a million and one times, God's vengeance is far more... It's far more worse than anything I could ever do to you. That's why I give it to God. But I don't take pleasure in it. And I truly do pray that the Lord strengthens her during this time. True story. True story. True story. You know, um, the sad part is more people about to suffer at this same church. And God is like, they have taken you through four years of suffering out of deceit and malice. And from Jezebel and her daughter, both of them telling people to come to you and do evil stuff to you. So everyone who took them orders are going to suffer one by one. You can't stop it, daughter. You can't intercede in prayer for them because you gave them what I told you. January 1st, midnight. December 31st, midnight. Midnight, period. December 31st, January 31st, January 31st, midnight, 2023. You gave them the word. Regardless if they took it seriously or not, it's on them. There's nothing you can do to stop what I've already released. It's just a matter of time. Just sit back and watch and wait for it. Like, what? You all got to understand, like, we have a loving God. We do. But he's an all-consuming fire, and his wrath is very real. And when God is angered, ain't nothing nobody can do about it. Like, you can pray all you want, but, uh. You can pray all you want, but, uh. I mean, you got to think this is four years of these people persecuting me. Four years. Four years of them persecuting me. All because God sent me there. And then each time a man of God or a woman of God come from another um, city and state and they point me out and then speak a word over me, lay hands on me, my warfare would increase. Like what? Y'all don't ever celebrate a word that's been spoken over me, but y'all attack me and my warfare increases. Like I didn't ask for this. I didn't ask for this. And when they coming in and they speaking and confirming everything God done told me in private, like what? And then even recently, like Jesus, just some months ago, when Bishop David Amos came from World Harvest Church and came to our church and was preaching. And it was weird because he came, he came twice. It was really weird to me. He came twice. And it was almost like it was back to back. And I'm like, man, they never come like back to back like this. Like this is this is what was going through my head as I'm, I'm sitting there. And I love to hear him preach because he's honest. Oh, my God. Like it's the fire. It's the Holy Spirit of God. Like he does not sugarcoat Jesus. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah to the Lamb of God. So. um, But the, like the first time he came. He gave me a hug, took a picture with me. I'm still not understanding that. I'm going to be honest. I'm not. Um, So I'm like, okay. So you know that had the women in the church mad. It's always the women. It's never the men. I'm going to make it clear. It's never the men. Um, And then 
the second time he laid hands on me and I know the moment they got mad is when he said a certain brand oh they really got mad then those females mm-hmm. so um yeah they really got mad then so then guys started showing me some stuff so then this woman came up to me and she gave me a hug and she said you know i honestly a spirit of jealousy came on me when he laid hands on you and then the holy spirit convicted me i said wow she came and told me the truth right then and there right at the end of service ain't that something I thank God for her honesty and her transparency, right? She came and confessed to me like what she felt in that moment. When he prophesied over me and laid hands on me. She's the only one that came up to me and told me her honest thoughts and how she felt. So, you know, the Lord shows her grace (laughs) and mercy. But the warfare increased. Found out people was asking another church member questions about me. And like I told that church member who came and told me that, tell them to come ask me themselves. Don't ask you nothing. You don't know nothing. Tell them to come ask me themselves. Trying to have secret meetings, find out what I'm doing. Try to send people to befriend me and get into my personal space. And although God had me have a word for this individual, As soon as I did what he told me to do, he had me separate myself from even her. Exactly. Monitoring spirits. The craziest thing is, she truly didn't even know any better, but I did. And the spirit of God showed me exactly what it was. And then he had me separate myself from her. True story. Can't even make it up. Can't even make it up. Can't even make it up. You all be careful. Of these people that all of a sudden they want to be around you. They want to know what you're doing. They want to know all your business. And they tell you what other people say, but don't tell you what them people say about you. Because see, in that moment, when she let me know that, and I asked her who was it, and she told me she couldn't tell me, the Lord said, cut it off. 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 You can tell me what other people saying, but you can't tell me who said it so I can know not to be around them, which I wasn't around any other women anyway, so it really didn't even matter. But y'all follow what I'm saying. That right there, that's deceptive. Don't come telling me what they said. What did you say? Period, point blank. You all, I pray that the Lord opens your spiritual ears to hear. I'm just being real. Because sometimes when people talking to me, I can straight hear It's the devil, it's the devil, it's the devil. True story. Then when people talk to me, I can hear it's the spirit of God, it's the spirit of God, it's the spirit of God. I can't make this thing up. I pray that the Lord opens your spiritual ears in the mighty name of Jesus. I pray that he opens your spiritual eyes in the mighty name of Jesus. I pray that he gives you discernment in the mighty name of Jesus. Wisdom, knowledge, and quick understanding in the mighty name of Jesus. Man, you better believe this and receive this in Jesus' mighty name. Because this is what you're needing. This is what you are needing within these days. This is what we all need. Believe that. We all need it. There's not one of us who don't need this. Whew. Jesus, Jesus. 
You all be careful. Watch your mouth. Don't be walking around jealous of somebody who has a calling on their life. Don't do that. Don't do that. Don't be jealous of somebody else. Learn to celebrate people. Learn to celebrate people. Learn to celebrate people. Because, you know, when people can't tell you congratulations, you know automatically they're jealous. If people around you and they're always around you and something good happened and they can't tell you congratulations or good job, they are jealous. You better believe that, yo. That jealousy spirit don't allow them to tell you congratulations or good job. I celebrate people in their wins. I do. I celebrate people. I celebrate people. I do. God's honest truth. I celebrate people. I celebrate people. Yeah. So when you got people that claim they love you, but they don't tell you um, congratulations, they don't tell you good job, they don't tell you thank you, they don't support your ministry or anything else, you better but know, you better know, you better know, you better know. They're jealous. They are jealous. Don't tell me you love me, but you don't support the ministry. Shut up with that lie. Don't tell that lie to somebody else. When you know we help other people. Man, go on somewhere with that lie. I don't want to hear that. Don't tell me you love me, but then you can't never say congratulations. But you always want to know what I'm doing, but you can never say congratulations. Go on somewhere with that. Jealousy, jealousy, and envy, yo. Exactly. So you all just know this. You all be careful. Like be careful. Set boundaries. Set boundaries. Set boundaries. You know, one thing's for sure and two things for certain. God does not wanting us does not want us to get worried in well doing. So if you are in ministry, take a vacation like you would on your job. Okay, so you can renew your spirit. Seriously, seriously, take a break. No matter who wants you around, God wants to renew your spirit. You better know, like, like people don't understand this. God will have me be still, be quiet, and not even leave my house. Straight up and down. You got to have time with God. If all you're doing is pouring out, when does God have time to pour into you and fill you back up? And all you're doing is pouring out? I tell you all the truth, man. Like, whoo, Jesus, Jesus. You all just, uh, I'm just being serious. Like, if you are tired and worn out, take a break. Take a vacation. One week, two week, whatever God tell you to do. Whatever God tell you to do. Stop sitting up here being available to people when God has told you to be available to him. Okay? Because I can literally feel when people are praying and pulling in the spirit trying to get me to come into the church and God told me to stay at home. You can feel these things. Exactly, exactly. 
I'm, I'm being so real. Like, Jesus, man. And I, I don't know what happened with those days I fasted before the new year. But all I know is it gave me a boost in the spirit. And this thing is like, whoa. He had me fast before the new year while everybody started fasting after the new year. Ain't that something? That's the whole truth. There's some stuff you can't make up. God be knowing what he's doing. Like, God knows what he's doing. He had me fast coming into the new year not after the new year he said no 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 you got to be ready before what before huh before hmm. i thank him because i don't know what's going on but man this shift and everything else that has happened like i'm just like jesus and like i said it was overwhelming and he told me do not fear <laughs> oh jesus oh truth oh truth oh truth but you all I do truly pray that you all stay blessed and stay encouraged in the mighty name of Jesus, you know, and keep trusting in the Lord. Lean not to your under, your own understanding and in all your ways, acknowledge him and he will direct your path. You know, you really do want your steps to be ordered by the Lord. 